everyone, welcome back to another episode of Wrestling Is Trash. We're coming up on a milestone, ladies and gentlemen. This episode marks episode 98. So right around the corner in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be hitting that, you know, that, that three-digit number, 100. So we'll be talking about that. But, you know, wrestling. We've had a lot of wrestling going on lately. It's been everywhere, from Forbidden Door to Money in the Bank to just double or nothing. Just wrestling in general, 2022, been on a roll, in my opinion. One of the best years in a while, I, I would say. So what we're going to be doing today, we're going to be digging in. But before we do into all the wrestling digging in and everything we're going to be doing, you know, booking the territory, the whole nine, I got the crew here. So, Lou, how are you doing today? Everything is everything, bro. Another beautiful day in Florida. Just chilling, uh, watching some wrestling, trying to catch up on some old wrestling, trying to finagle my way into watching wrestling and not have to pay for. Uh, but, uh, yeah, everything is good, man. Welcome right, back. Did you have a good fourth? Thank you. Yeah, did you have a good fourth of July? I guess both of you. Any I, celebrations? You know what? I did not celebrate fourth of July this year. I'm not going to get all political or anything silly like that on this show, but I just uh, basically stayed home and enjoyed myself some me time. I didn't shoot off any fireworks. I chilled with my dogs. Uh, I had a nice big cob salad and I watched movies. Actually, I watched, uh, I had a movie marathon by my damn self. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. And how you doing, Dan? We chilling. No need to run down all the tag names because Nick introduced me. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I, you know what? Me and holidays, seeing that my birthday is the biggest national holiday in this country, I almost don't give a fuck no more. Like, especially the quote unquote, and no disrespect to you and your military ties and all that good stuff, good brother, but all the, the patriotic celebration type holidays. I lost that shit years ago. And I and I'm talking before Black Lives Matter rallies, before Trump was even thought of to be the worst president in our, in our nation's history, before all of that shit. Me and patriotism, patriotism kind of never coexisted. Not saying I don't love where I live, even though I have a love hate with Staten Island, but I don't hate the I don't hate the holidays. I I appreciate the holidays for you know what these are the reasons to get up with family. That's it. I don't celebrate them for what they are. Like yesterday, we me and the family, my mother decided to make up. Yeah, let's go to the beach. So we sat on the beach and baked our melanin for a few hours. My shoulders are burned. Uh, <laughs> my wife's legs, forget it. They're like. Like Terry Taylor, Red Roosters, you know, Red Roosters, yeah. Mohawk Red right now. <laughs> She's in pain right now. But, I mean, it was yeah. just, it was chill time. Let the kids go in the water. Kids were happy with that. That's that's really all that counts, right? You know, when it comes to these holidays for me. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I'm, I'm the same way. I've never, I've never been, like, huge into, like, in general. Like, it's just me. And I definitely get a little burnt. You can kind of see my redness. A little bit. Uh, I see Cali's son. My shoulder. I got that my Cal shoulder. You can't tell, but I got my, my shoulders burned. I feel it in the hot water. Yes. <laughs> yeah, sunburn. Yeah, it's funny as a as a as a military man, you ain't got that uh that patriotic sense in you guys or 
Yeah, I don't really have that no, shit. So it's, it's funny, actually. I talked with Rob about it, my girl, because she was in too. But, like, so the big thing is the Marine Corps birthday, like our actual birthday as a branch. And it's in November. And they, everyone gets so excited. We have, like, a big formal event, which is fine. But I'm just like, all right. You know? I think Christmas is the only holiday I kind of get amped for. Just because yeah, it's, it's more it's, family it's, reasons, too. And food. And I love yeah, food. It's, it's always weird, man. On the, holidays. The, that becomes the thing. It's just like holidays for me is like, I don't know, uh, since my divorce and just as I've gotten older, it's, it's just become like family. You know what I'm saying? Like hanging out with my aunts and my uncles when they come over or my sister brings the kids over, which she actually, not to take this into a different place, but after seeing my nephew here for a full 24 hours, I was glad to spend the 4th of July just here being able to sit and watch movies because that little motherfucker was over here throwing up and crying and he caught a fever and he was fucking screaming and he had to use the bathroom and he couldn't. He didn't know what to do. He just stood up and he was like, Grandma, bleh. <laughs> and uh, I know a lot of I'm still I'm still fairly new to this podcast so if people are watching they don't really know i'm 44 i have no children i have no plans on having any so and i'm very good with that decision but it's just like i love my nephews and my you know little my brothers and sisters when they bring their kids i love them but after about an hour hour and a half i'm like here's your mommy go back to your mommy and daddy and get the fuck out of my house you see, yeah, you, you I've got definitely you, been there before. You got you got the Theo knocked down perfectly because that's exactly what it's supposed to be. Kick them, kick them little bastards out. Right when it when it's over, you had your time with them. Get the hell out. Now I'm, me on the other hand, it, go to your room. <laughs> like, I can't kick my kids out. If I wanted, <laughs> if yeah. I really want to kick my kids out, they can go right next door to my grand. They go to your grandpa's. Haven't had to do that yet. What is coming? My my oldest daughter is gonna be fifteen this year. This shit's about to hit the fan, probably. But they're great kids, so I don't think I'm gonna really have that kind of problem. So you don't have kids yet, or don't want kids? It's a beautiful thing. Trust me when I tell y'all. Absolute beautiful thing. Complete life changer, game changer. But if you choose not to, ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Uncles to your nieces oh, yeah. and nephews that you can. thing about not having them is you have nothing but time for wrestling which that's what all of my life I've and speaking of wrestling you know boys we had the money in the bank this weekend and um in vegas right another event vegas is but damn near coming to wrestling city back to back between double or nothing this and the ufc fight on the same night where pat maxby went with his neck brace to the fight my man's committed to his angle, and I respect that. To be honest, we're getting we're getting closer and closer here. and closer to the real Forbidden Door pay per view, that AWWWE pay per view. It's gonna happen, and, and we're getting closer and closer. And Vince McMahon was there, and Tony Khan Steph, and Jim Ross. That's what I'm talking about. Triple H and Tony. Yep. And let's before we even go further on the card. The the working relationship is already there by way of we just seen they allowed 
Brian Danielson go back and be Daniel Bryan for a tribute video to John Cena. Paul White go back to be the big show for a tribute thing. That's respectable. Tony Khan, the first piece, the first piece was Jericho going back to do this, the busted Jericho. open. The bu- I mean, not the busted open, but the broken skull sessions. That was the first piece. So it's going to be years. I personally think the WWE has full right, Lou, to, nah, you got to get five plus years in the game, then we'll talk. That's perfectly fine, in my opinion. Then let's really, really explore that. Yeah, I think, uh, not to stay on this too long, I definitely think, because you know how like we talk about the people on Twitter and everyone, how they, oh, we all hate each other. I hate AEW fans. I hate WWE fans. Like, I bet you there's really no bad blood between the two actual company and like the leadership people. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, if I had to think about it, because like, I like some of the things Tony does with his trash talking. And yes, he does sometimes get annoying with the ratings and all this. But like, you know, you stand in his ground. You know, it's kind of like an alpha move. I like that. But at the end of the day, he probably looks at Vince McMahon and is like, yo, that's Vince McMahon. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that. yeah, it's that dude. Like, at the end of the day, sometimes his product can be absolutely awful, but he's that dude. You know what's funny? I've seen a lot of people, a lot of people saw that. First, the first picture that came out was the picture with Vince and Steph and them sitting there. And then I felt like an hour or two later, they had showed this picture of Tony and, and Jim Ross like sitting there. And as soon as that picture came out, you know, you know what happened? All these motherfuckers on Twitter started their bullshit. Oh, Jim Ross looks like this. And Tony's avoiding Vince and that blah, 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 blah. And who had better seats and all that, bro. I bet you any amount of money, if they ran into each other in there, they dapped up. And we're like, oh, shit, yep. Vince, nice to see you. Oh, bro, they dapped up, and they fucking were like, oh, nice to see you. That's about it. I'm pretty sure that's what they I did, could, bro. Yeah, I feel like I can guarantee that this would happen behind the scenes. But because Damn. we're on money well, because we're on money in the bank, though, it felt like the way that the images looked, the way they were dressed, it looked like Vince and company got comped in. While Tony Khan and Jim Ross had to pay their way in. Like, it's just like they had to pay their way in. And let's get back to this yeah. money in the bank and, situation. Yeah. But one thing I'm going to add before we get into the first match on this, because I didn't know this, because this certain individual wasn't pictured. But Pat Max, he said it on his show. The important man who would probably make that deal happen, the middleman, Nick Khan was also at that pay-per-view. Oh, yeah. So... If anyone's getting business done, as much as we hate his tactics at times, he'd it's probably coming. be a big piece. He'd, I guess he'd be a big piece in that paper. It's coming. And Tony Khan, just, Tony Khan just said on record, I think like today or the other day, that he is open to a crossover show. Oh, it's coming. I, I, I Roman Reigns versus Kenny Omega. Let's go. Well, I, I think we'd have to go real over there with Seth Rollins versus Omega. Would get a performance there. I'd rather see that. (laughs) Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But but I guess you know what I guess Nick. It's like Khan. Khan is like Patels everywhere. Like Patels are all doctors, family. I guess all the Khans are family. I guess everywhere. You know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But so going into our first match, you know, because that we were on a hype thing, and I saw Lou getting hyped. Like, yo, give me that match. Give me that match. I bet you not everyone had that same energy, not because of the performers in the match, just because we already knew the outcome. 
of Bianca Belair versus Carmella. Now, I, I, Bianca, glad she won. I think we're all huge Bianca fans here, but I kind of like seeing Carmella get her due every once in a while. And I don't think she's as bad as what people make her seem to be. You know, you know, she's not going to win, but she can do something. You know what I mean? She's not like the worst thing in the world. No, Carmella is, Carmella is far from the worst performer on the roster. I mean, Tamina's still on the roster. So, you know, Carmella, Carmella got, you know, listen, Carmella got the looks, Carmella got the promo. She's got the her character down. Yeah, she variates the character a little bit here and there, but she's 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 got basically what it takes to be there. Like she she does her thing, and she's more than she was. She had a pretty great run to me when she was fucking champion. I thought she was yeah. like great when she was women's champion. She did her thing. She had great matches with Charlotte. She was putting over that fucking spin kick that she had. I, I didn't mind her. You know what I'm saying? And it's just that uh, I was what I was glad was that she got her um she got her chance to shine on a pay-per-view yeah. after that whole fucking SummerSlam debacle where she basically got thrown to the side like a piece of trash. Uh, so it was nice to see her, you know, get up there and have a, a pay-per-view shot. And it was also nice to see what I liked about that match was um, the fact that they made Carmella look good, but then they did it in a way where they made Bianca look like, I'm trying to figure out the right words. They, they made it, the way they booked it, it it made Carmella look good and made Bianca look stupendous because it looked like Bianca just went, you know what, fuck this match, and she just finished her, like, and that's to me how it should because Bianca is like a superhero. Like when you compare them mm -hmm. relatively to the way they look, you know what I mean? Bianca's like a superhero, so it looked to me like she tried to have that competitive match and then she just decided at one point this match needs to end and she fucking ended it, and I like that. Yeah, if you go back, that KOD she did to finish it was pretty dope. Yeah, it was Like, Carmella brutal. sold her part good. Bianca kind of had that hang time and then dropped her, and I was like, okay, okay. Oh, yeah. What'd you think, Dan? The whole mask bullshit. Like, I think. Oh! Now you said Danny's home. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Rob, thanks for joining us. The founder. And what is this? We go, what, what's going on? We can only have one black person on at a time. You had to kick Dan out of here. And what is going on? Black and, black and bald. I, I don't and know. Now I got the hat. Damn. There he is. I think Dan's good now. Yeah, we got we got Mr. Nations yeah. now. And they're like a tag team. They're right next to each oh. other. Oh, you oh. saw me and he left. Now it's <laughs> got, hey, now it's scared. a handicap match. You got scared. But uh no, Rob, we were just we were just actually just getting going. You know, we talked a little briefly about some other things, but um we were just kinda we were kinda praising Carmella in a way. You know, how she kinda stepped up and showed what's up in that match with uh Bianca. Lou had some good points, and Dan was just about to get his points on the match. He's a little staticky. Yeah, well, I you yeah, I got my connection fucked up, and when you came in, it was all right. Fuck with Dan. I got to say, B Rob's here, so go ahead. You win. <laughs> now you win. You win. You got it. <laughs> now wait. Now before we before we go further, Dan, I have to ask you: Are you like a low key Carmella fan because she's the queen of Staten Island? 
She's the queen of Absolutely your area. Not, like, because, did you? No, she, <laughs> but she's from your area. And if she was from Staten Island, yeah. she's from the part of Staten Island that I don't fuck with, which would be the South Shore. I love for some people out there, but I don't really fuck with South Shore like that. Oh, no, no, no. She is not. I had to learn that. Shout outs to my WWE game, but I, I had to say, wait a second. She's really from. They was like, nah, she's from Massachusetts. I was like, oh, I didn't think so. But she looks like somebody who would agree. Yeah, I think. And then I want to hear what you said. But she's gotten everything over. She even put it in her one tweet. She got James Ellsworth's done ass over. Yeah. You know, she got the dance break with R Truth over. You know what I mean? Like, she's gotten a, a bunch of. What did you think, though, Rob, of that match? Uh, yeah, it was pretty good. Um, uh, we were talking about it not too long ago about how much she has improved as an in-ring performer and everything. And um, I believe that her character work has improved as well. And uh, and it's not so much that she had to improve on her character work. She kind of had to evolve with the situations that she's been put in and whatnot because damn, you know, she was in those corny, you know, skits with Enzo and them. So it didn't require too much of character work because, you know, Enzo and Cass did all the heavy lifting. And then, yeah. you know, you go on with all the other people that she was involved with where she didn't have to do too, too much. So for her to be moved up into the main event scene, to be a what two-time women's champion or whatever, and be in the positions that, you know, she was in, she has stepped up and improved vastly and tremendously. And it was a good match. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely want to see her get another title run. I think, Lou, you'd probably agree with based off of your comments, you know what I mean? Um, there was a point in time yeah, to where, like, I, there was a point in time to where, like, it was uh, up next, Carmella, and I was like, <laughs> but it's not like that anymore. Now it's like, yeah, I want to see them. Yeah, I even like, I even, I, I even I like, gonna, I'm sorry, I was just going to say quickly no, on that point was it's easier to watch her because once she is fine as hell, but she has improved in the ring to match. The, the look, the physical beauty of it. It's like, okay, now the whole package is together. Yeah. I'm cool with it. Yeah. 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 And then uh, one, th one thing I'm cool with on another note, even though it's been a 37th time repeat, as my man Lou said, and it probably is true, probably even higher if we count house shows. But another banger was performed. It was another one was delivered with the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship, the Usos retaining against Street Profits. And every time I watch the Street Profits, Dawkins has improved tremendously. Not that he was ever bad, but he can stand his own, but I just cannot wait for that Montez run. I could go real quick because I'll tell you this. One, it's, I don't think it's that Dawkins has improved. I think it's that they're giving Dawkins highlighting time to show, to show yeah. his shit. But this match was so good, I fell asleep. And I'll keep it at that. I know what happened. But literally, I probably went into a sugar coma that afternoon and knocked the fuck out. And I was like, yeah, I guess, well, whatever with this pay-per-view. Yeah. I've been saying this for a minute. And, you know, you bring up the, um, Dawkins has been really stepping up. I was like, Dawkins has been wrestling like a person that's not trying to get fired. <laughs> you know? That <laughs> So, I mean, yeah. he, he's uh, leaned up a little bit and everything. He has improved from what I've saw, you know, up until now in ring as well. But that would be something that you would expect for somebody that's been with the company damn near 10 years. Nobody really know that shit, right? So, um, and then 
with the rumors and them even playing it up on um, the pay-per-view, uh, Montez is kind of, you know, on the outs with Dawkins or whatever. And it might yeah. be alluding to a split, which was also touched on by Montez Ford in an interview most recently to where, you know, he always had aspirations of being WWE champion. So, you know, he was hoping that, you know, if there was a split, that it might be on some draft type shit. You know, he get drafted to one show, Dawkins get drafted to another show. Not some, you know, we got beef and we got to fight type shit. That's, yeah, that's what I want to see. We're... Yeah, it's very oh, it's yeah. very weird what they're doing with that shit. Because I watch, usually I don't watch the pre-show, but I watched the pre-show this time. Mm-hmm. And um, the Street Profits came out in the pre-show. Like at the at the desk where these people sit there and talk shit, Booker T and Rosenberg, JBL yeah, yeah. and whatever. Insert yeah. whatever woman is for the month of fucking WWE. He's um, like, hey man, I wouldn't stand out. on that table. That's glass. <laughs> yeah, they came out and they were bugging out, and she even asked them. She's like, oh, we're hearing rumors of you. There's trouble in paradise, and they like kind of brushed it off. But it's like, it's so weird that they're they keep pushing that narrative with the announcers. But in character, there's no sign of them having any kind of beef. Like, it's fucking, it's it's a little weird. Like, mm-hmm. usually, you know, there's some frustration or you caused us to lose in a yeah. little shoving match. And then they go, no, nah, we cool, we cool. And then they leave. And then next week, it builds up a little more, a little more. Yeah. It's yeah. just like they, they show no signs of having any kind of problems, which I guess could be good. Because if they do decide to split them, they can split them up, like, in a positive way. They don't have to be fucking enemies. And then one can go one way and one can go the other way. And then, you know, maybe down the line, they can always hook back up and stuff. But it's it's a, it's a weird way that they're going about it. But it's, you know, we'll see where it goes. Did I hear it be, Rob, on y'all show maybe where somebody said a New Day-like split? To yeah. me, that's the only respectable way to do those two brothers. Mm-hmm. Because they've been moving like brothers like this since their inception in the company. Give them a new day like split where it's like, yeah. damn man, I hate to see you go, shake hands and move on. Not don't don't give us no chaotic because that's when it's going to feel like you know what Dawkins' days are numbered. Because yeah. <laughs> we all yeah. know and Tez, and Tez yeah. is and that on, guy. And then on top of that, if they break them up, okay, then what the fuck other tag teams are there in this goddamn company? There's only going to be one tag team, so it's like. What the fuck? Like, why would you even do that shit? So, it, it don't make sense. Yeah. So the question is, the question is, a year from now, Money in the Bank 2023, are they together or no? What do you think? I don't think so. You know what? No. I, I, I think would Mon- see. I would see Montez winning Money in the Bank next year. That's that's what I was gonna say too. Like they that. should put they yeah. should put so the two I- of them in Money in the Bank separately, and then. Uh, Montez, they can both be at the top of the ladder, and then Montez get, is the one to grab it. That would be dope. Mm-hmm. The only inclination yeah, that also, I've seen I think t- my my uh my little sneak peek preview, what I think is going to happen is I think Montez Ford's going to get the Iron Man spot this year at the Rumble in January. I think he's going to be that guy. Obviously, maybe probably not well, win, yeah. but definitely go like the distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could see him doing that. Into like what Lou's point was, they didn't show any um evident signs of a you know. Of a fit or anything like that. The only thing that I can see on screen is uh, Montez Ford getting a little more full of himself. You know, not so much, you know, any animosity towards Dawkins, but him being more outspoken, more just like, yeah, you know, just real aggro and shit, especially like um, when they had the shit with the pin. You know, yeah. they had issues with the pin, his shoulder being yeah. up and whatnot, and he was like flipping he out on wild. the fucking, yeah, he was flipping out on the ref and just yelling and 
dropping the f bomb and stuff, and that's out of his character for his character. So you get an I'll edge you, to I'll, him, and he got I'll all that beef and muscle on him now. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you one thing. I've never yeah, been one. On I've never side. been one to be jealous of anybody or anything like that. But bro, I'm jealous of that dude. As a young dude, he's yeah. fucking ripped now. He's bulked up. He got a fine ass wife, an exceptionally fine ass wife. And he got the best frog splash I've seen since Eddie Guerrero or RVD. I would love to see the hill couple of Bianca and Ford together, just like wrecking shit. I would love that shit. As a heel couple, I actually wouldn't want to see that just because it would add on to black folks being uh, shit. Yeah, no thanks. No thanks. Because and because and because honestly, because they are loved so much. Mm-hmm. You can have them on like a Bonnie and Clyde type of run. Not Bonnie and Clyde, but you know, like um um what's that damn movie with uh fucking uh what's his name? Billy Bonnie uh, Clyde? No. <laughs> you know, you know, I yeah, I, I guess Bonnie. Yeah, Bonnie and Clyde. Why did I think Clyde was a woman? What the fuck is wrong with me? But you know what I'm talking? National Born Killers. That's what I was thinking. There about. you go. You oh. have you could have them yeah. work like that, but on a on a positive role. Kind of, but but do it better than what AEW tried to do with Sammy and Conti, mm-hmm. because that was just pure fan hate. That was like yeah, they just I think the fuck out of my face. I don't want to see y'all, and that's what the problem is. But we're gonna talk about another person later that's kind of getting that same heat. Mm-hmm. The only reason I think I'd want to see what Rob's saying though is because I think they could kill it. If they're giving like the the ball, hey, do this, you know. I think so, but gentlemen, speaking of don't, killing, don't don't run yet, and I'm going to tell you the main reason why wow, I don't want to see that because of the stigma of the sassy, nasty black. Well, not saying they're nasty, but what people perceive as nasty black woman, sassy black woman, sister necking, and you know what I'm saying. It's the perception of people, you know what I'm saying, and I, it's not my perception. It's well, but well, I, hey, I, I, hey, I know exactly what you you're saying. You know what I'm saying. That's, I that's, know what that's you're all saying. I want. That's but, all I want. But it would work. That's just be. <laughs> that's just Bianca, though. <laughs> that Bianca is that. Listen to how she talk. Mm, uh, uh, honey. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. She that's just honey, who she is. Down. But you feel. But in in today's times, you get what I'm saying. Where yeah, but the, knowing, the, knowing fucking, knowing the yeah, WWE, this is they'll, have, they'll have Bianca be the fucking Popeye's chicken lady and shit. Fucking <laughs> nobody, nobody <laughs> want to fucking see that shit. Mm-hmm. Show is, show is. Three snaps in Z formation, uh, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but y'all feel what I'm saying, though, because we're in that yeah. time where it's like, it's the protect black women, respect black women. Black women literally are like the saviors of the world, whether people recognize it or not, in Hidden so famous. many different ways. That's one of them in representation and shit. So that's the only reason why I personally not want to see that out of them. But I do agree it would work. I definitely agree it would work. Yeah, Tez bring back that Michael Jackson glove and wearing the crown again. Shit. Yep. <laughs> Boy, yeah, they'd kill it. And then make him king of the ring, goddammit. So you can wear the crown say, and the glove. There you go. <laughs> you can beat up King Woods. But we 
You know, we're on the subject of kings. Well, I want to talk about my queen, baby. My queen. Uh, I hope y'all ready. I hope y'all ready. Have your moment. Yeah, let's let's women. all fall out and let's let oh. him have his moment. Everybody get oh, everybody no, get off camera. Nope, <laughs> nope. No, that's coming after. That's coming. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 coming. That's coming later in the show. That's what I'm going I know on with rant. your Roman Reigns picture and Jesus over your bed. Like, what is he doing down there? That's it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, he, oh, he was screaming, oh, acknowledge, oh, live. He was screaming, acknowledge, live. I have a. You didn't know. I have an autographed Liv Morgan photo in the room, too. I know. Come on, nice. now. But we have hey, that yo. women's money in the bank ladder match of Alexa Nick, Bliss. I don't want to see, I don't wanna see you on the, hip late, on the hub later with a tribute, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, hell no. <laughs> Alexa, so in the match, though, we had Alexa Bliss, Becky Lynch, Asuka, Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez, Lacey Evans, and Shotzi, with the winner being Liv Morgan. But match had some sloppy points in there uh, to the point that you know one of the competitors was getting a lot of heat that they deleted their social media account what you yeah, think I don't, guys like a lot Whoever. of people a lot of people and, and and i'm not gonna front i'm not gonna act like i wasn't in the group chat pointing out all the fucking botches like i'm some kind of perfectionist or something i, I know i was doing that and i and i feel like a lot of people are shitting on Shotzi for... Remember the first thing I said in the group chat when that match started? I said, please don't let Shotzi kill herself. Now, the reason I said that shit was because she's fucking crazy. She does crazy shit. Mm-hmm. It's not that she's just a botch fest. Some, maybe sometimes she botches a lot. It's because she's trying to do crazy shit. And I was praying to God that she wouldn't hurt herself in this match, which she ended up doing anyway. And she's bleeding all over the fucking place. But to me, I feel like Raquel was very bad in this match like she was she missed a lot of spots she was doing she was getting really confused at times with different like if you rewatch that match which who really wants to rewatch that match <laughs> there's so much wrestling that you can't be rewatching shit but uh i kind of do want to rewatch it to see the chaos but, i do well well obviously you want to rewatch it but uh <laughs> you know but like I, when I watched it, I just kept seeing Raquel do shit that was not quite there. I don't think she was kind of like prepared for like the chaos of it. But again, a lot of people online complaining about that it was a botch fest. But it's like it's a fucking money in the bank ladder match. Like, what did you want to see? Mm-hmm. Like toe holds and rest holds and shit. Like it's supposed yeah. to be chaos, and that's exactly what it was. It was frigging chaos. So oh, there was a lot of rest. Well. You know, yeah. I, I mean, I enjoyed the match for what it was, man. You go in there and you try to pull off a ladder match with fucking six or seven other yeah. people. This is how you do. Yeah. No, for, and that's that, that's why that's why I, when it comes to the women's just stipulation matches as a whole, I always try to have that by Mister positive outlook though because they're doing stuff that men, the men have done and killed for years. And then they're trying to go out there because, you know, they got that chip on their shoulder of just being someone of like, you know, the opposite sex. And they're trying to do their thing. So I always try to look at that. But there were definitely some, you know, like I felt like you could tell the spot would have been dope when Raquel was trying to pick up the pick ladder. Up the ladder, yeah. With them on it. Like that would have been sick. You know what I mean? But just sometimes they don't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, To quote my homie uh, Cody over there. He said that um, this match was a disaster in a good way because like it only aided to what Lou's point was. It's just like it was chaos 
because motherfuckers was trying to do crazy shit with ladders that aren't meant to be done, you know? Um, I don't know. And it got crazy because, you know, we all pointed out the things with Shotzi and, you know, those things happen, you know, you get a pass on that. But the point of umbrage to where she went to deactivate her fucking Twitter account is she tried to daggone make it to like, she went try to defend the shit. She's like, oh, I didn't practice. Oh, I didn't do this. Oh, you know, what was, you know, some shit like that. And people ate her ass up for that, you know? Yeah, they, so, and she put her, she put her um comments on clothes, but them quote tweets, boy, <laughs> they were eating her ass up on them quote tweets on Twitter, bro. Yeah. At that uh, point, uh, I mean, you just got to take it for what it is and just shut the fuck up and just move but on. The reason, the but thing. the reason too, she was getting a lot of that shit is because she was the first one to be jumping out and talking shit about Jericho when they threw Jericho on that fucking, uh, that double stuffed queen oh, mattress, yeah, last year. fucking double pillow top mattress that he fell off of on the cage. She was the first one to go out there and she, you know, call it what it is. She, she was trying to be cute and post like uh, post a picture of somebody falling on a mattress, mm-hmm. and she was yeah. just trying to say, "Oh, it's a joke." But really, she was, you know, she was taking a shot. Which shots? He was taking people, shots. They're allowed to do. <laughs> people are allowed to do that. We do that shit all the time. And she got ate up when she did that shit. And now she's getting ate up because supposedly people are, you know, talking about she botched this and that. So it's man, they quote tweeting her with her own quote tweets. <laughs> yeah, it's they, they were fucking her up. See, now, here's my thing with this match, besides Shotzi and uh, what the fuck, like we mentioned, these most of them women in that match probably aren't experienced in ladder matches. Second, it's a mm-hmm. car crash kind of match. That shit's going to happen. Like, her spot where she tried to climb up the ladder, run up the ladder off the jump, it would have been a dope spot if she landed it. But yeah. how often are you truly practicing that? Come on, wrestling fans. Let me know. Yeah, I thought so. It's not going to happen. And one of the worst takes I've seen from a person who's a pretty good TikToker on wrestling tried to say she needs to go back to the performance center. Who the fuck is going back to the performance center? Who the fuck is going back to the performance center to learn how to work with a fucking ladder? Nobody. And even and even, yeah, and even the most perfect people like Jeff Hardy, we could all argue is probably the king of one of the kings of the ladder. Right. Remember at WrestleMania 17, he tried walking across the ladders. He felt like, yo, it's gonna happen to the yo, best of Kofi. It. like your point of the women. Kofi. Yeah, Kofi. <laughs> Bully a Ray. Bunch of times. <laughs> Bully Ray had mentioned on Busted Open a while back, um, about one of the one of the WrestleMania spots with the table with the TLC match, and Vince was out there and called him out there and said, "Oh, are you going to practice this spot?" It was like, "No, no," because if it's going to work, it's going to work. If it doesn't, they'll adjust on the fly. It's it's not some shit you go out there willingly off a fucking ten foot, eight foot ladder and just go practice. You don't just do that. Now, yes, they got the. They got the crash pads. They got all that good stuff, yada, yada. But no, you you practice that shit on your own to take the bumps. Yeah, because no, like, you don't, you don't you, warm up. Yeah, for a I match doubt like the that. PCs. Yeah, I doubt the PC has a class on money in the bank ladder matches. But now here's <laughs> the lone problem with this match besides the, the mistakes in the ring, because like we said, it's granted. My lone issue with this is the tell that Liv gave coming out to the ring. Oh, yeah. She had a lot of tears. You, she, yeah. you yeah. have to... You, she, 
I'm happy for her. Now, y'all know how I felt, especially you, Nick. You call me a hater when I'm not. I just want the product to be better. I don't hate Liv Morgan. I actually, after the next day, I had, and after watching the cash-in, which we'll talk about in a second, I was like, you know what? This actually makes sense for this situation because this honestly was the only believable way to make her champion right now. Her, and and, and yep. this, with this explanation, this is the only believable way because to me, she doesn't feel credible to beat damn near anybody on that roster. And they never even built a proper story for her to get there. That's why I said personally, she looks better and works better kind of in chase mode. And we can also say when last year, when she was at her hottest, when everybody was live, hive, live, hive, live, hive. Oh, man. She probably Well, she's always hot. Yeah, there's no guarantee as far as looks is concerned. But they, they, they probably missed a bigger opportunity last year, especially going off the year prior's. No, what was last year's WrestleMania too? Like with 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 uh Bianca and Sasha, like they could have took that steam with the Live Hive because obviously the two black women reigned over everything that year. Everybody wanted the cute blonde to win eventually. They could have took that steam then and tried something then, but they made it work in the only sense it made possible right now. But I hate to say it, this is going to be a one-month, two-month reign, and that's it. But I'm happy for her. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm definitely definitely not expecting a long reign. I am the first, and, and this might be the bias in me. She should have won last year, not Nikki AFH, because I was Shit, I, I expect that her to lose stupid. Monday night, last night. <laughs> what was the yeah. What was the fucking point of the Nikki ASH? Like, what was even the fucking point of doing this shit? Like, I don't... I liked it, and then... I liked it, because... Nah, it yeah, because the Miams was out in the back well, of that suit. That yeah. was one thing, but, I mean, but it was... But the, ra- the rarity in today's WWE where somebody delivered them a character and actually made it work. And it wasn't for quote unquote people of our age. That was for the kids. That's who the WWE was, is servicing. They're always servicing the kids. They're not truly servicing yeah. us because yeah. if they were servicing us, then these storylines, these, these, oh, <laughs> these storylines also probably would start to make sense if they yeah. really would pleasing us mm-hmm. so nick to me i liked it well because yes b rob the yams mm-hmm. and the dumb irish sweet potatoes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's just the man Corn beef, cabbage hey hey, hey. Well, one healthy. thing just one Mighty thing healthy. i was throwing one thing about shotzi before we move on to nick's parade for fucking uh lip morgan uh i think shotzi Unfortunately, I think she's going to get released. And I don't think that she's going to get released because yeah. of this performance, but I think that she's going to get released because I don't think that they can re- re- like uh, reel her in safety-wise. Because, you know, WWE kind of nerfs their performers when they come up to the main roster. And I'm not blaming them because they do that to avoid people getting injured so that they can continue these shows. And I get it. I understand it. You know, you can't have people, you can't have people doing shit that they do in AEW, as you see now. Fucking a, a quarter of their roster is injured right now because they love diving and doing all this yeah. wild shit. 
So they kind of nerfed their their athletes sometimes when they come up. I don't think you can do that with Shanti, bro. I think Shanti is legit nuts. And I think she wants to go out there and do crazy shit on the fly. And I don't think that they're going to able, be able to reel her in. And I think she's going to end up getting fucking released in this next batch of releases, bro. I, I honestly see it happening. It kind of sucks, but I see it. She has potential yeah. to be a big star. But um, I don't think, you know, her style fits within the system. Yeah. No, and and the way B Rob thought Liv was gonna lose the the the, the title on Monday, I thought Shachi was gonna get her release too as soon as Liv mm-hmm. Liv sent through that her Twitter was closed up. I thought the release was coming also, and that's why I typed in. Wait, future endeavored? Hmm. Well, you know who's not future endeavored? <laughs> Your new SmackDown Women's Champion, baby. No, I'm not actually going on a big rant. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not going on a big rant. I'm just it's it's nice when you see when you see your when you see your person win. Luke can relate. You were pretty amped probably, right? When Thunder Rosa won the title. When oh, you're fuck. a person and not 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 just got girl, guy as well, like wins. I was just, I because yeah. me, I was one of them. I never thought it was gonna happen. And then Dan, to agree with you, I like the way they did it. You know what I mean? Now, granted, I'm gonna agree with this one two month thing, because I'm pretty sure. What I read online is her rumored opponent for SummerSlam gonna be Ronda. So, and if the only way Liv's retaining at any point is shenanigans, shenanigans. there's no way Liv Morgan goes over. There's no way she goes over clean on Ronda Rousey. Just there's no way. You know push I mean? Charlotte out. And yeah, so maybe I don't know, but I'm just happy to see it. You know what I mean? Get, and I met get this Liv in person. Super cool. Get this too, Nick. Also, another uh, angle that they put out on the radio show today, uh, I, I heard on the podcast. They said that they think, I mean, the only right way to do it to try to make Liv look credible is give her a strong opponent. Who was Ronda's friend that's in the WWE? Shayna Baszler. Make her go against yeah. Shayna Baszler on some really tough matches. She like, already talking shit hey, online. You did this to my friend, blah, blah, blah. You cashed on my friend. But it goes back to the believability thing. It would not feel believable, even though this is the sport that it is. It just wouldn't feel believable to me, Liv Morgan beating a credible ass kicker. But if you want to try to make Liv, this is the sport and the way you do it. And it's funny you say that, though, because not just in this situation, every situation in wrestling, when you have the credibility thing and people get mad, like, like Brock Lesnar, I think, is the best example. Everyone gets mad when Brock Lesnar wins, but he would probably really win, <laughs> like, in an actual fight with someone. Like, so, like, at some point, I get it. Sometimes it's overbearing, especially the last man standing for the last time, for the 8,000th time, it's the last time. But, like, I, I, I'm always a sucker for I like credibility. Like, you know what I mean? Like, will I want Liv to win if she fights Ronda again? Absolutely. But well, I think she would actually stand a chance. Not a shot in hell. <laughs> but I, I, I like right. the caption. I think it excites it. I think it just always excites it the same day one. Next day, and next just last one. point on the credibility, it goes back to what I mentioned a little while ago. We want credibility because we're adults. We want these stories to be believable. We want these things to feel real. Mm-hmm. But the WWE is catering to the kids. Does it really matter? The little, the little powerhouse, you know, little Mac, little Mac beat Mike Tyson at the end of the game. 
Mm-hmm. You know, this just and what I'll it is. I'll say this. I'll yeah. say I'm very happy for Liv Morgan. I'm glad that she's getting her sh- chance in the sun. I'm glad that she's able to hold up that belt and she got her side plates. Because you know, Liv, to me, Liv looks like she loves wrestling. She loves what she's doing. She loves the fans. She loves the energy. She loves the actual business of it. So it's cool to see that shit. It's cool to see her actually get her due and all this hard work that she's been putting in over the fucking year. She's gotten way better than when she first came out. And, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm happy for that girl, bro. Yeah. And they say and, everybody in the back like, loves her, too. Yeah. She just seems like she's, like I said, I met her once because of Lacey and she was just super nice to me, but I'm a stranger that you talk to for 10 seconds. But what Rob said, the most important thing to go with the next thing as well, I want you to, your take on it first though, Rob, is something different, someone different, younger person who's probably going to be around for a while, you know, and I'm not saying out of bias, I'm pretty sure this won't be her only reign, not saying she's going to have like seven or eight or anything crazy like that, but Rob, you're right, it's something different. Yeah. I mean, it was something different when Carmella won, you know, it was something different when, you know, Bianca eventually won. It's somebody that's not Charlotte Flair. It's not somebody that's fucking Sasha Banks. I mean, which I don't have a problem with Sasha Banks, but I'm just saying it's not those two ping ponging the fucking belt back and forth between each other. Hell, it's not even Naomi, which I don't mind that either. But still, it's it was the same three motherfuckers. Then when Ronda came up, it it was four. You know, so some variety for once. God damn it. Yeah, I like Shana, it. Shayna Baszler really needs to get a fucking run. A nice heel run. Because Shayna Baszler is fucking awesome. She's fucking mm. awesome. Yeah, I like Shayna. And I don't understand what it is they have against her where they just won't give her anything serious. And that's, and that's see, that's the difference that I would like, Lou, because there's more you can do with her. Like right now, the way again, I it was excellent and perfect fit for how Liv won the title. She's but in the golden it, years too. But but it it also felt like okay. It immediately felt like, but what's next? That's where it goes back to the credibility aspect thing and what I was talking about. Like it immediately felt like, well, what is next? And the door is wide open, but for who's there right now? Everybody looks believable to whoop her ass. <laughs> and this is what it is to me. That's it. It's okay. It's great. I feel good. You you finally did it. You achieved Jersey Girl. You reached the top of the mountain. The world is happy for you. Live Hive is happy for you. But what's next? That's all I ask. What's next? Well, hopefully we'll find out Friday, you know, and then. Speaking of what's next in the men's division, on the men's side of things, we had a singles match earlier in the night that I actually thought was pretty good. We had Theory losing his title to the new United States champion for the third time. Fan favorite of the IWC, fan favorite of just the casual watchers, definitely a fan favorite of the four people here. The almighty Bobby Lashley. I was so amped about this because I said it in the group chat. I think someone agrees with me. Maybe not. I thought Derry was going to win over shenanigans. Thought it was going to be a typical. He has a pay-per-view title match, disqualification, something. But, you know, Bobby won. And I thought they put on a good match together. I, you know, we, everyone has their different takes on Derry. We'll get into that. But I think he's pretty dope in the ring. But uh, it's a title and it's on Bobby. I'm with it. Especially if Roman's not going to be around a lot. 
They already said last night on Raw, I think their theory is going to do his rematch with SummerSlam, which whatever, it's a repeat. But clearly Bobby is the one they want with that to get on a, a pay-per-view. So, because yeah. Bobby's hella over with everyone. <clears throat> Yo, yeah, and to kind of rewind real quick, I'm looking at the SmackDown women's roster. All they got for Liv is motherfucking Shayna Baszler. Because uh, I don't think you're going to do shit with Shotzi. I mean, you have potential with Sonya Deville, but I don't think they're going to go that route right away. Yeah, Sasha's not there. Aaliyah's not there at the moment. Ronda, they just did something. It could be a run back. Ra- Raquel, that could be something. Natalia, fuck no. Uh, Naomi's gone. Uh, Lacey Evans, that could be something. But later, um, Charlotte. Which I believe that's going to come Charlotte's back and take it off of her. I, 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 <laughs> as soon as Charlotte. that bitch comes back, they're going to put the bell right back on. Just, the just to get closer yeah. to her daddy's record. That's yep. that's exactly what I, I was that, thinking. I knew that for fucking day one. From NXT on yeah. up to the main roster, I knew that's what they was going fucking going for. If they hadn't pulled the trigger with Cena already, you know. So yeah. But this thing yes, with Bobby. What you guys think of the match? What are you saying? So this Liz? thing with Bobby. If you've noticed, something's changed. Match. I don't know if it's because Steph is back now and she's yeah, got crowd a little like... more control. I don't know what's going on with their creative, with their matchmaking, but the shit's getting a lot better and it's getting a lot better quick. Because this match had the same thing that I was talking about with the Bianca match where they both looked good. And Theory got his shit off. He had a great competitive match, but at the end of the day, Bobby was too much for him. Bobby he did a spear on Bobby. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they had a great yeah. match. I think they had a great match. And Theory looked really good yeah. in the loss. But, you know, it was, again, it was just one of those things where the better man won, one, two, three, and that's what it is. Now, you have this issue with the roster where everybody's like, oh, there's nobody for Roman Reigns and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, bro, you have a premier athlete who is super hey, Tony over. On AEW. He looks like, no, shut up. He <laughs> looks like a million dollars. He, he's he got everything you would think Vince McMahon loves. Big, giant, meaty-ass fucking man. He smiles. He fucking does whatever they want him to do. He's got a great entrance. He's super he, over. He was on TikTok crushing watermelons. He crushed the watermelon <laughs> on TikTok. Yeah. Like... Uh, I don't, whatever. I'm not going to sit here and and, and complain because he won. He's got a belt. He is now the, you know, the the main title holder. He's basically the the main title holder. So all they can do is uplift the U.S. title a little more than it is now. So it works for me. I'm happy to see Bobby holding a belt. He should be holding belts. Everywhere he fucking, every time he comes out, he should have a belt. So even if he's got to get from one of the fans in the crowd. I think they just don't. I just don't think they want him to face Roman because they don't want him to lose. Because if you really think about it, I'm even going to go back to 2018 when he returned. Since he's returned, he's been a two-time IC champion, a two now a two-time United States champion, two-time WWE champion. He's had a belt a lot of the time, but since 20, I think I saw a stat today. His excluding like Big E's, like he hasn't been pinned since he lost to Big E, like. There, since even last year when he won the title, they've been doing a really damn good job at protecting this dude. Yeah. I, he has definitely no more than three clean losses since January 1st of 21. Which I think is dope because he's Roman, that kind too. of guy, as you said. Yeah, and he's calling out Roman. I think it's going to – I don't know if they'll get the match because I'm one of them. I think Drew's going to win. 
in the UK. But I hope they split the titles at least. Um, I want Roman to win. I, if anyone, if anyone internally is going to beat Roman, I want it to be Bobby or Cody. I, I, Drew, I, you had your moment, dog. But and then th- that was my only reasoning in my mind, besides storyline wise, that they put both of the titles on Roman because you know you have both titles. You know it adds to the length of time that you've held that title. Is record is a record breaking run. And if you lose one, you're still champion and your title run still goes on. Your your time with the title still goes, depending on which belt that you cough up. Whatever ones he had the longest, I imagine that's the one he keeps. So it's just like it made 100% sense to me because he's keeping that shit till WrestleMania. You know, yeah. he's going to need to have both or one of those belts. <laughs> so you're going to keep that shit till WrestleMania. And I wish they were more clear with their money in the bank stipulations. I know they're saying, even the, the, uh, Austin was. Austin Theory was saying that, you know, he's going to cash in and be the, you know, WWE Universal Heavyweight Champion, which entails that he's going to go for both belts. I wish they would have been like, hey, it's for one of the belts, you know, to kind of, you know, divvy that up or whatever. But I mean, if they're going to be going two belts all the time, ain't no way in hell Austin Theory is winning, regardless of how hellacious that last man standing match is going to be. Yeah, this is the point of contention. They they should have one fucking belt. Just unify the two fucking belts. Make one kick-ass belt and have (laughs) one champion. And that one champion is the workhorse. And he works both shows. Like, come on. This two-belt shit is dumb. Lou, why are you making things so logical, yo? Because, I mean, it is the WWE Universe. That's their touring between two shows champion. Why make sense, Lou? Why make sense? Why? Well, no, so it does make (laughs) sense because they're doing it right now. They just have two belts currently. You're missing missing my sarcasm. You're missing my sarcasm. Yeah, I know. I know. (laughs) But the problem is, the problem is, is this new Roman deal came at the absolute worst time. That's really what it came down to because he, he deserves it. That dude deserves the bag he's getting. He deserves the time off he's getting, you know, he's carried that company since definitely at least 2020 when he came back. But like, you should be, yeah, I'm not saying yeah, he's going to be around yeah, every but at week. The same, at the same time, that's fine. If you want to make him a part-time or whatever, but motherfucker, drop the belts before you leave. Hey, so you could go away saying, yeah. for a while. Hey, go ahead, hey, B-Rob. Go ahead, B-Rob, because I got Bro- the point. Brock I got Lesner. the answer for that. Brock Lesnar. I mean, they did the same with him, and he was a part-time for the whole time that he came back. But yeah, here's but the they put another belt. There was but another belt. The other but show. also, but here's also. Here's the difference. Go ahead, B-Rob. I'm sorry. But also, you unify these tag titles. You unify this world title because WWE is a motherfucking company don't want to build no motherfucking stars, so they don't have anybody to hold them shits. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, we have people that we can shout out right now that can hold those world titles, but they don't have no fucking tag teams. And you're talking about splitting one like not too long ago. So I mean, you have to have yeah. unified champions to go between brand and brand, bounce back and forth because you have nobody. Are you not trying to give it to anybody else to do anything with? You are making a lot of my points. But the number one point that I wanted to make is at least the Usos are competing within every 30 days. Old school rules still work in professional wrestling. And when you mention Brock, 
Brock at least came back for almost each and every pay-per-view. He was definitely at all the major ones, but every other, at least every other like mid-card like pay-per-view, he was there competing. Or at least a Raw, he was there competing within at least a 30-day period. That's where the difference is. So where that's where Nick, your point of bad timing. I get it, and I agree because his contract all came up at the time when the when the when everything just came together. Him getting both titles, then his contract came to where he was able to write in more time off. Now is where you implement as a company the old school rules once again to make things feel credible. He's got to compete every thirty days, or you drop one of the belts. That's it. Of yeah, course so, not. But see, it's no the, one's gonna. It's the WWE universe. Okay, well, yeah, the AEW has a guy who's champion, and they're referring Moxley as an interim champion. Well, yes, I get that point. No, but that's once, no, that's the same thing. I no, it's 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 not because they still have so. It's this is where it's different, Nick, because they actually have that belt being contested. I don't yeah. like the interim label myself. I don't. It's like UFC. But, it's but that's where but they but they're at least keeping that belt going and keeping it moving. I I I've said it in the group chat many times. I hate the interim label. I truly do. But um no, so and also I think Roman, I think he's not gonna be like this all the time. Cause if you really think about it, he's gonna be on all the big shows, right? We have SummerSlam coming well, up. Obviously he's gonna be there for that. Well, <laughs> following that, you have the UK show. Following that, you have a Saudi show. Then you have Survivor Series. Then next thing you know, it's Rumble right. and Mania. I think it's just a little summer break, too. To I just fair. wanted to let a truck pass by to get back to my point. I didn't want to talk while the truck was going, so excuse me. But it's still, if that works out like that, and it still feels like a less than two or three month, you know, uh, uh, competition for the belts, then okay, I give you that. Because like you said, I totally agree. I, I was one of those who thought Roman was paused, being f- forced down our throats. You know, I I, I felt that of that guy. But nobody think wins- nasty until you say pause. Hey yo, but anyway, <laughs> no, I would have I, I thrown the pause up. <laughs> Thank you, Lou. We got cue cards now, B Rob. You got oh my god, yeah, y- y'all got adults. <laughs> y'all don't have to do that shit. <laughs> hey, we we hey we New Yorkers first and foremost though. <laughs> Where your teams at? Damn it, it's just in our DNA. <laughs> I'm wearing boots right now. Actually, they're not Tim's, though. They're my work. But anyway, at least give us the 30-day thing. Like, Because, like I said, I've said it in the group chat many times, Nick. I don't like the interim label also. If he's hurt, make him drop the belt and then have to come back and compete for it. Not just have a placeholder. But, again, the difference is, is the belt is being contested for. That's the difference in all this. so stupid. Hey, hey, yeah, I'm so with stupid. you. I'm with you. But well, that's the <laughs> only difference maker. The only difference maker is being contested. But for Roman's sake, like I said, but I you you realize you realize he only went like 50 days without defending. It's not like it's been six months. Who Roman? Yeah. But still, it goes old school rule: 30 days. See, this is you getting off your grass shit. See, you just validate yeah. my point, man. Bringing up the past. Nah, but you know what? So you know hey, what? Hey, hey, I, wait, I, wait, 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 wait. He gets 60, he gets sixty days because he got two belts. 
Okay. They bong bong. There you go. There you go. High five to my man B Rob. Hey, give me some. Give me some. <laughs> there you yeah, go. There's the loophole. I digress. The day, you know, you're right. I have I have come around on that idea because at the end of the day, those are old school wrestling rules that should be like those should be entrenched in in what wrestling is. Like the interim thing, at first I didn't really mind it, but now, like especially in well, we're talking about the WWE pay-per-view, so I hate to bring up AEW, but obviously we got an interim champion over there now. And now when Punk comes back, he's gonna have a belt. This other guy's gonna have a belt. And they're gonna fight. And it's like, yo, I get I understand that, but you didn't even really need to do that shit. Cause Punk could just come back and be like, bitch, I never lost. I want a fucking title match. And they could have the match. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, hey, hey man. It's not, it's not the norm over there. I mean, they are a wrestling company that abides by their own rules and yeah. their own take on wrestling. So, I mean, yeah. when I right. when I, when I I watch the WWE product, I take it at face value because I don't give a fuck about the champ not being there or whatever because I know what this show is. AEW, they want to do the interim thing. They want to make it more fight-like, more sport-like with win-loss records and interim champions. That's what they do in UFC. Yeah. So, that's what we get over there. I don't, I don't give a fuck because really... I just want to watch the motherfuckers wrestle, yes. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but then, too, and, and to go back on a point that I was making was it's the WWE universe. They show us on a week-in, week-out basis. They do whatever the fuck they want when they feel like it. Yeah. The AEW difference, and we wasn't even trying to compare in this, I, but the only difference is that is we just seen Forbidden Door. That is proof that the AEW title, along with what Kenny Omega did last year uh, the, as the belt collector, it's, a, it's an actual touring title that gets seen in other places. And so that's where that, again, because a lot of the old, when you listen to the veterans say, and they say old school stuff works even till this day. So I wasn't even trying to be on some get off my lawn shit, Nick. It, it's just actual factuals. Nope, you are. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'll be that then tonight. <laughs> I'll be that then. But it's actual factuals that the a lot of the older stuff still works today, even yeah. in new settings. But the WWE is its own planetary device. Yeah, that's it why doesn't matter what, what the talking and, about. <laughs> and that's why exactly. And that's why, which would get into the you mad because y'all motherfuckers was mad. Not me. It did it. It did it. I was it. Did, hey, and I'm not pointing at us. We're talking to the people out there listening yeah, to us. It, it didn't give. Upset. It didn't give me two fucks about theory winning because the again another tell was what's the name coming out? Well, we're in Vegas. You gotta add eight. Whatever he said, you gotta add the eighth. And as soon as theory came out, we all knew where it was going. Yeah, I was genuinely shocked when he said Theory because I, I, I just, I, dude, when Theory lost, I was like, oh well, he lost. I guess you know, well, they'll figure something else out with him. I had no inkling that they were gonna throw him in the Money and Bank ladder match. Anyone who mm -hmm. says that, oh, I knew they were gonna, hey, motherfucker, go. You yeah, even if he, yeah. even if he, even if he yeah. lost, that would have been a, a shock and a surprise to me. Yeah, I was you, like, wow, you need they to go, really going you need to on? Go it. play a fucking lotto because there ain't no fucking way. I had no clue they were gonna do that even up to the second before they announced his name. I was think I was in my head running through like oh my god who's this gonna da, 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 who the fuck is this gonna be da, da, da. I was trying to think is is Cody is he okay like what the fuck like I was yeah, going right? through so many names they played and off I, of that though yeah and when he said theory, they did I was good like, are you fucking kidding me like 
like I, I, I was just like, oh man, I was like disappointed because I wanted somebody new. But it, well, he is new. But in my yeah, mind, he is new. In my mind, I meant I like a, I meant like a shock surprise, like somebody who hasn't been around for yeah. a while. In my God mind, knows there's plenty of people they could have done that with. Yeah, in my mind, I didn't know who it was gonna be that he was gonna announce. But as soon as he said theory, I was like, I want this motherfucker to win. <laughs> I want him to win, and it's be- one because he's a young guy, he's a new guy. Two motherfuckers would hate it because, oh, you know, I like that shit sometimes. And three, I really don't think he's gonna win on the cash in, so it really doesn't fucking matter. But I, just, yeah, I, just I don't like, think so either. I just, it's different. I, I enjoyed that. I, I just like, yeah, difference. <laughs> so I got one question to ask that I'm gonna save after y'all get y'all points out. I'm done. about this and 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 like the result and everything and it's a directional question i want to ask y'all which direction so well, i just wanted to give so i think overall the match was a good match i think they had a good match they had some yeah. good spots um we i said it in the group chat before the match started i hope he did well and he did all mox did well for a big dude he played yeah. his part you know went to the table he did everything perfect in my opinion i thought he was not they parachuted his ass obviously <laughs> Yeah, but so I thought he did really good. Obviously, Seth Rollins did good. Like Sami Zayn, like even him, Sami Zayn hiding from Omos, like behind like the turnbuckle. Like everyone performed in this match, and I thought it was good. But I'm happy to see yeah. Theory win. Like, I'm because you know I'm about to just invest in Theory because I know he's going to be around for a while. Not saying I'm going to be a huge Theory fan, buy the shirts, all that, but like I'm going to give the kid a shot as a heel or a face. Like, F- like give the kid a shot. Lou, the one point that I wanted to see that they didn't show on camera, I wanted to see Omos come out the freaking ladders like Godzilla or some shit, but they didn't show that on camera. I wanted to see that. <laughs> I wanted yeah, to see that, but great. They could have had a little bit more of like big giant man moment in that for Omos, but I mean, he did fine. He basically dominated the match, and then they all had the freaking five team them to freaking take him out so i was cool with what they did and he actually he was surprised me he looked pretty good um my thing with this uh this match was that fucking cutter that i refuse to call it an rk bro get the fuck out of here uh it's it's a it's a diamond cutter that riddle's doing an homage to randy orton he just stole his rko but that fucking rko he gave seth up the ladder that shit looked yeah nuts and I was that shit like terrified me when I saw him hit it because it just looked like, bro, this guy, it looked like Seth broke his neck. Like, but uh, it, it was, it was, it was done perfectly because you could see the ref like looked at Riddle and he smiled at him. He was like, hey, like, like, yeah, he's okay or like whatever. So that gave me like a bit of relief. But that that spot was nuts. Mm-hmm. And again, we the the title of this episode is "You Mad, Bro." I don't know what people want anymore. <laughs> People complain all yeah, goddamn you can't, day that you can't there's please wrestling fans. People complain all goddamn day that there's no new stars. And yes, is Vince pushing this guy down everyone's throats because this is his new shiny toy? Yes, it's it's obvious Vince has a hard on for this guy. <laughs> I'm John Cena. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a new guy who now has the money in the bank and it adds a whole new layer to the storylines. Now it's like you don't He's going to cash in. Is he going to win? Is he going to... It adds a whole new storyline. And it adds a new dude. So it's like, mm-hmm. the fuck you mad about, bro? If you don't like him, that's one thing. I'm not a theory fan. I don't I yeah. don't like him either way. I, I, I think he's good in the ring and all that shit. But I'm not like... 
I don't like him either way, but it's cool that it's a new dude. Yeah. Also, a lot of the backlash, which I mean, I didn't know about until recently, uh, whatever. He, so supposedly he uh, a sex pest or some shit like that. So mm. I mean, yeah, but be... we ain't going there. And Not we right. talked about this. We talked yeah, about this and... in the chat. And what I my thoughts on that is, uh, until there's a court case, and I hate to say this shit because it, it and I evidence. I don't mean to downplay anyone's tragedy or anyone's feelings or whatever, but bro, there's so many of these allegations out there on so many different people that Matt I Riddle. don't know, bro. I wasn't there. I don't know the circumstances. I don't I don't have access to all your DMs and texts, so I can't tell either way. So unless you go to court and file fucking charges, I can't judge anybody off of the word of a Twitter user. So And Mm-hmm. Personal and even Back. personal, personal situations happen like that to somebody that the three of us knows, and that shit dissolved so quickly because it was bullshit and it can't be proven. So, like Lou said, if you're not producing proof, don't just throw shit out there just to see if it sticks on the wall. Because I hate this. One of the part of the things that I hate in this day and time that we're living in, allegations trump act actual uh freaking charges yeah you could be alleged yep. alleged alleged all day look at enzo. Yep, that's, a, that's a death sentence there look at, yeah. look at enzo. the shit came out about enzo and that motherfucker got fired with the uh, quickness and he's not the only one because velveteen dream still can't get a job and that and, shit was proven and, false. I don't know that was kind of different but that was proven Supposedly, it was proven bullshit. And again, I don't yep. mean to supposedly, get supposedly. When you say so, when you say supposedly, I mean that doesn't give me a lot of confidence. <laughs> I say that. I say that because there's no court. There's none of that shit. It's all my proof and his proof, and then it's up in the air. So it's like, and uh, to believe any so other, any other wrestling. Anything. You know what I mean? Any other, any but other indie Enzo. guy. The other Enzo's the perfect. Enzo's the perfect. Oh, Joey uh, Ryan. Thing about that. Enzo, that was proven to be bullshit. The girl was proven to be a fucking liar. Blah, 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 blah. And this guy's career was basically ruined. He's doing, like, bunkhouses and shit. And it's like, the dude was on the biggest show, and then his career just went down the fucking toilet. Now, again, we don't know either way, but for the most part, that shit was proven to be BS. He's gone on shows and all that and talked about it and been like, yo, it was proven bullshit. We went to court. It got settled. But at the end of the day, his reputation is fucking thrown to the garbage because once some allegations come out, bro, it's a wrap. It don't matter if you did it, you didn't do it. Once they're out there, that's it. And the wrestler that that B-Rob dropped in our box the other day where it was, oh, this dude allegedly was messing Uh, with a 17-year-old. And then what happens the week after? That 17-year-old, alleged 17-year-old, got fucking exposed because she tried to do that to other wrestlers. So that's why I'm with Lou with that is, no, we need the hardcore Mm -hmm. facts. And yeah, if it's that serious, bring it to court. Don't just try to settle. Bring that shit to court and bring charges if you're really that hell-bent on that. But that's not where we were trying exactly. to go with all of this. Going back up, to theory. Bring, going back to the, so the theory the won the, the break case. So going back to that, yeah, y'all mad at theory. The only thing that I can personally pull if there was a problem out of this is just it feels like the quote-unquote hot-shotting of theory. 
You know what I'm saying? Because you making shit makes sense. You just lost, but now you get a right to the money in the bank. They did all of these, they did all of these stipulation matches leading into it. Something Dave LaGreca was breaking down today. You had tag matches to qualify to make money in the bank. How does that make sense? Like it's connecting the tissues to make shit make sense to make the match come together. But then you bring in a loser to come in. That's where I can see people getting mad. But who gives a fuck? But you're Vince McMahon's boy. The the question that there you go. The question I wanted to ask y'all, because to be honest with you, this more felt like this was the opportune time for Riddle to finally get over. Yeah. Because we want we wanted something with we're talking about, we want something new. This would be that new page turn for Matt Riddle, especially with his tag team partner being out and probably taking an extended uh break because of injury, the reported injury uh, or alleged injury. Do you think the weed aspect of Riddle is what's preventing him from actually taking that next step? Because I I, I just, Mm -hmm. I have that. Weed is being laxed in a lot of places. But as I mentioned earlier, this is the WWE. This is a kid-friendly product. Now, Riddle is over with the kids. But the weed background thing, we had Rob Van Dam as this is connective tissue I'm thinking about. Rob Van Dam wins the title, goes over, gets pulled over. It might not happen depending on the states because we got all these states now with these fucked up trigger laws that want to run their state by the Bible and not by government rules and shit like that. That is just little things that I'm like little things that I'm seeing that's like maybe don't pull the trigger on Riddle yet until we can see something different. What's y'all thoughts? I thought this was Riddle's match win until they put theory in it. Yeah, and then like the whole weed thing and whatnot. If it was a problem, he wouldn't be there. Yeah, so yeah, because they they yeah, alluded because... to him. They've alluded to the weed thing many times in promos. Like Rob Van Dam, X Pac. Well, he did. Damn. He did hand, <laughs> he did hand papers out. With, I mean, with Riddle, with Riddle and and yeah. Randy, they were backstage hey, a few. They were back there a few times where he said, "Hey, Randy, you know I got my bag," and he would say like silly shit like that that you knew what he was talking about. So he handed out papers on camera. So I, I, I could give you that. I could give that. It was just a thought, though, Nick. Yeah, I think no. I think the the only reason I really think they didn't pull the trigger on it now is because Randy being out. Because this is one of since they are a makeshift tag team, like. This is going to end up in a breakup with a match, which it needs to be because I, I personally want to see that match. I th- so thought this was like I think, the whole thing, <laughs> like yeah. for them to fight until, each other. Until, until then, until theory, though, I thought this was riddled. And mm-hmm. you know what? I don't know how long. Well, think about it. Like the theory thing could be different because I was, I was at that money in the bank when Brock Lesnar just came out and won. And uh, I think this was – people are taking the theory thing this way when it kind of shouldn't be because one, he participated in the whole match Two, like, okay, you can be mad. He wasn't, he didn't qualify, but why do you need to qualify when you're, when you, you are Vince McMahon's boy, right? That's the whole point. That's the heat behind it. Drew McIntyre, the chosen one. Yes. When Drew, I actually watched WrestleMania 26 recently 
Drew got like, I think they said he had like five opportunities to claw for that money in the bank match. I mean, because he was Vince McMahon's one. Now, granted, he did matches, but he kept losing. Then he won, but he was still in the match. That Brock Lesnar, that Brock Lesnar thing where he grabbed the suitcase, that was the most bully, the most bully shit I've ever seen in my life. This motherfucker was not in the match. He just walked out, climbed the ladder, took that shit, and they were like, "Okay, okay, well, you're the winner." (laughs) Or or Brock Brock in hell in a cell, Brock in hell in a cell last year too. That yeah. shit is so crazy. Bro, you want to talk about being heated? I was there, right? And I was a good match. If you go back and watch that actual ladder match, it was dope. Then when he came out, Brock has that aura where he comes out, you lose your shit. Oh, my God, it's fucking Brock Lesnar, blah, blah, blah. He wins. I'm low-key excited at first. Then from the arena to my car, not even a 10-minute walk, we closed the door at the same time. Like, well, here comes this Brock shit again. Like, <laughs> it was cool in that 30-second window only because I was even there. Because I bet you if I was watching at home, I would have been heated. But, I was trying yeah. to explain. I was, trying to, I was trying to explain this to my uh, to my friend who just got back into wrestling, and and this person was very upset that theory won, and it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense with the story and this and that. And I go, well, that's your first mistake. That's your first mistake thinking that they're following any kind of story. And I told him, I said, bro, WWE is a company that is interested in creating viral moments that's all they care about that's all they care about they care about moments they care about moments that they could just fucking cut they just they just care about 15 second loop and show it to you every fucking week for the next couple of years they're just going to keep showing you those same moments over and over and over and over again that's what they're interested in the perfect They, they care about moments that's it they are the gift machine. And the perfect example was they just signed Logan Paul, which we can all agree looked pretty decent in the ring at Mania. They were talking about bringing his, back Tyson Fury. Yeah, yeah, which I think they're going to for the UK show. But right, anyway, sure. well, the post with Logan Paul like holding his contract on WWE is their most liked photo on Instagram in history. Yeah. That dude has a lot of followers. Like I said, we, we, it's a smart business move. That's again, WWE oh, is all about making money. Move. Brilliant. They're all about move. making money. Whether and, you like him or not, it doesn't fucking yeah. matter, dude. That dude has millions of fucking followers. They can make a Logan but, Paul if they and want. That's and that's exactly B Rob, because that's no. where that's no, yes, they can, because that's where the star making issue is. It's not that it's not that it's not the the hot shotting of theory. We get that. Build your youth, build your young stars. They, could they do it better? We can agree they could do it better, but we're okay with it because at least they're trying something different. Their star building issue is only within themselves and the fact that because they're not in it for us, they're not in it for the wrestling fan, they're in it for the dollar and like Lou mentioned, that hot shot gif slash moment slash image of bong we got this look what they did with bad bunny and they set the table perfect for priest they allowed priest to drop the ball and they dropped the ball on priest so there's just there was a star right there the man who was i think he just was the uh the, the the parade leader at the puerto rican day parade you know what i'm saying you have your i agree with everything Hold on, Nick. I'm just saying you got your star building moment there. Riddle, same thing. And and you again bringing weed culture in. 
half your fans, if not 70 to 90% of your fans are probably weed smoking, non-deodorant wearing fucking hippie friends that, that, that would love that dude. And could, and you understand you could make a how high three with a Matt Riddle. <laughs> you know, like these are opportunities that these are opportunities that they can do with the people that they have, but they don't because they go for the hot shot dollar quick, quick cash opportunity and go. And I have no problem with Logan Paul because Logan Paul showed his ass off. That's why I have no problem with it. He showed his ass when he got in there and hate them, hate them or hate them. When they dive into something, them Paul brothers, they legitimately take it serious. Yeah, Watch like them train and suicide forest, huh? <laughs> well, that was, that, but that's why I said hate them. I hate them. That's exactly why I say hate them. I hate them because nobody forgot the suicide forest shit, and that's why we all hate them still to this day. Fuck but when dude. they dive into something, they take it serious, and that's what I respect out of them. So yeah, I'm I mean, not mad, but I'm, they I'm, have yeah. the stars that they can build that they choose not to. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not going to take any away from his athletic ability because I mean, he, I, I've seen it way before he even started doing uh, his boxing and his in uh, this shit or whatever. He's a very athletically talented uh, person, but still, fuck that dude. <laughs> he. So I agree with everything, but they can't make a Logan Paul. They're not making someone that gets as famous as that dude. Sasha Banks. There's no effing way. He, she's not even close to on a level. No, he's no. huge, dude. Well, Logan Sasha, Paul Sasha, is Nick, Sasha so has a big following. Massive. Sasha has Nick, a big following. Nick, Nick. Yeah, okay, not not a Logan Paul Nick, following. Nick, Logan Paul following. has a fucking following. That's ridiculous, bro. bro Nick, twenty three Instagram follower. Nick, I have to tell you something that rest in peace to my old uh, summer track coach, Mister Black, taught us to never say. You're not supposed to use the word "can't." It's not that the WWE can't. They have a track record of it. Look at John Cena. Look at The Rock. Look at Austin. Look at Hogan. Look at all the look at Macho Man. They have a track record of building superstars. They can do it. They don't. They can do it, but they don't. And they have the stars, the youthful stars to do it right now. But they don't think about how many people wanted Alexa Bliss to be the top of everything. Beautiful woman, short woman. There's so much shit that they could have done with her. They give her a fucking gimmick where she talks to a doll and does credit card commercials in the fucking pay per view. (laughs) This is an argument I'll die. I'll die blue in the face with. No, I I feel you on a whole other dude. Box Floyd Mayweather. I, I no, I don't disagree with you, but once again, the contract signing, how long is the contract for? Is it just for this SummerSlam? Is it just for him to come out for pay-per-views? Cool. You're taking, adva- you're, ta- you're taking advantage of popular known talent from outside of your realms. But their star building problem is within their own company. Why it's and you're expending the money, you're expending the time and the money on a resource from outside. That's dope, because the WWE always has brought outsiders yeah. in. Mm-hmm. They always have. But they can do it with the people they have. And that's yeah. all we as fans ask uh, so, for. You have a... They yeah. can do it from inside. And then when I say they can make a Logan Paul, I mean within the realm of professional wrestling, they could do that. 
Yes, you yeah, know. not twenty three million followers. I, shit, yeah. Hell, no. what 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 John Cena at right now? <laughs> right, no, he's probably not. not even, yeah, he's probably not. <laughs> oh yeah, because John Cena be pushing that bullshit on his Instagram. <laughs> but that, but you, also you, too, yeah, you can you can make any character. You guys were alluding to they could make a Logan Paul person like him, a duplicate, and they can. Hell no, no, no. We know, like no, a see, famous motherfucker. Like, no, 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 no. That, was, that was your argument. You said they could make that, and then you referenced these stars what? that they have. Yes, they built some. I'm telling you, they cannot. No, make no, no, a Logan no. Paul. I, I, I'm offended at that. No, I'm yeah, talking about they but, can make a famous motherfucker themselves. I'm not saying they can make a yeah, exact replica of Logan Paul. Because exactly. if they can do that, they, they, that's what the Miz would be. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's, no, that, to that's that the, level. To that level, no. No, but again. Nah, you, I, don't you, I don't like the motherfucker what, anyway, so he's a bad reference. <laughs> right, but for what, they, for what they've been crying, they have a star-making issue for years. And the issue is not... The the solution is not bring somebody from the outside, but the WWE from freaking uh from freaking Liberace and fucking WrestleMania one, Cindy Lauper WrestleMania one, Mr. T, like yeah they Muhammad always Ali. brought they've yeah. always brought in outside celebrity to help boost the wrestlers that they had on their cards. Yeah, cam- cameos and all kinds. Yeah, which cameo, is brilliant cameos and, and like little you know inserts here and there like how they did with bad bunny and stuff that shit is cool but right. the damn you got all these people that have been busting their ass for years and here come logan paul no experience i mean athletic as fuck cool whatever but he come in and just you know fuck everybody else i'm here i'm doing this shit you know and if you I mean, want to die on that hill nick i'm going to die on the hill of they dropped the ball with Damian Priest and Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny's following Trump's calls, Trump's damn near everybody's as far as success and numbers. If you want to go the there, but I'm not. But the, the 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 connection of a star with a wrestler to build and elevate the wrestler, that's where they fucked up. Yeah, and but the one thing, then we will we'll switch to the other conversation. Damian Priest also has the charisma of Kyle O'Reilly. I love him. <laughs> but he's got no charisma. I like Carl. I think that, that, that's kind of that's kind of shit. And have we said on and have we said on previous podcasts, wrestlers don't get over. It's the ones with the storyline, the ones with the characters. MJF is not the greatest in the ring. He is one of the most talked about in AEW outside of AEW. That's Who's responsible the- for the storylines? I digress. What were you going to say, Lou? Nah, but that that is that's kind of shitting on Kyle O'Reilly. I like Kyle O'Reilly, and when you when you give Kyle O'Reilly carte blanche with the mic, it's oh pretty good. God. But Damian Priest, man, he just he's he, again. I've said this on this podcast before, and I think his problem is he does not assert himself in angles. He just okay, I'm gonna do this. Okay, I'm gonna do this as best as I can. No, bro. Sometimes you gotta fucking push the envelope a little bit and kind of change shit on the yep. fly and do things a little different and be a little more. You got to be more than a good hand. You got to yeah, be more again, than a good I'm not hand. back yep. there. I'm not back there seeing things. Maybe that's what he's doing and they're not giving him a shot for another reason. I don't know. But to me, I've been following his career for a long time. And I think that's a problem. He just doesn't assert himself in angles. Like he was in judgment day and he was just that I'm just the guy in judgment day following orders. Like, no, you've got to make yourself the man. I had to and step away. Play- I, had to, I had to step away for a second. Uh did you say MJF is not good? He said, said he's that. not good I'm in the ring. In the ring he's not the greatest. 
What? He so, wrestles clean as damn. fuck. I don't know. You didn't, you didn't see that Whoa. match with him and Darby? No, no, no I'm no. not. Okay, I'm not. He's not up there with like a Seth Rollins or a Kenny. He's Omega. not a That's spot um, monkey. Um, he's not a spot monkey. Um, um, MJF. MJF. Yeah, MJF is a person that knows who he is as a character and how he should wrestle as that style. I've seen MJF do... I've seen MJF do Seth Rollins type shit. He just don't have to do that shit. <laughs> he's, yo, MJF, he's not over for that shit. But no, but MJF, MJF is again, this is a 20-something year old with old school mentality in a way. His moveset his moveset is you do the big spots when they mean something in a match. He's not a spot monkey. In the indies, like B-Rob said, I did some homework and went back and seen some independent. M- MJF can go if you just need a spot fest type wrestling match. But with the psychological aspect that he lays out there, you don't need a spot monkey for the, for the psychological. You do moves to make them make sense, to make everything connect the dots, to tell the story in the ring over being a spot monkey. That's why I could appreciate him so much. Yeah. So but finishers. Now we're up to now we're up to the spots. We're up to the big spots. We last week, we we you know, as we always do on the fly. This week, Lou, we didn't do that just yet, but we didn't come up with next week's. Actually, maybe next week we could do the referee thing because we wanted to we wanted to pay respects to the refs at one of these in one of these episodes. But last week we was talking about tag teams and said, let's discuss tag team finishes. You know, something the WWE only has two of nowadays is tag teams. Oh, I thought you were talking about finishers. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they got more finishers, but they don't have tag teams. But um a lot of a lot of, I guess, a bunch of mine actually do come out of the WWF. But we wanted to go over what we thought was the best finishers in the game. That's or some hard. of them. It's, it, it, it's, it was difficult. It was hard. So we'll save you, B-Rob, because I don't, I, I'm sure you saw in, in our chat box. Yeah, we I didn't have time about. to collect anything, but I can go off That's of all right. Got. So who wants to go first, or do y'all want to assign me to go first? It's up to you. I mean, I, I could go, because I think my five is going to be pretty much everybody. I mean, I, I'm not going to say everybody's five, but... Um, They're all the going to be mine, similar. Mine are super fucking obvious. So I just... I went with five, my top five. Um, I guess that... They're not really numbered, but I'll just say f- yeah. from five to one. Um, yeah, just... The look. Eliminators. The Eliminators. Oh, the fucking... EC- the high low? ECW yeah. tag team. They have a finisher called Total Elimination. Yeah. Now this is a this is also for you younger cats. Uh, the Ascension, when they were in NXT and WWE, yeah. stole their finisher, and they used to do the same yep, ass finisher. So if you've ever if wait, you ever want to look I it go. up, if you ever want to look it up, you could go look for the Ascension. They, think, they, um, they, they they called it the Fall of Man. Yeah, uh, I think um, um, Red Dragon has something similar too. Right? They have something similar to that too. Yeah. Oh, but, real uh, quick, real quick, real quick, Nick. Fall of man's on mine. Fall of man's on mine. Yeah. What, 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 yeah. What, what did we talk about pre-show? That's that's my that's why Lou is my man. That's why Lou is my man. That's a fucking. That's a sick ass fucking finish. I don't need to get into it too much because you were probably all gonna touch on it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it it it's just uh. 
that leg sweep insecurity combo. The first time I saw that shit in ECW, and it just again, I always go back to ECW because I I was at that perfect time where I was at an age where to me the shit was looking real. They like it was just looking look like rough. real. I was so I was so what used to seeing I was so used to seeing WWE and, and, and WCW that when I saw ECW, I was just like, what the fuck's happening? So when I saw them Perry Saturn hit that shit, it just yeah, I know. It blew my mind. I seen that um, earlier. Yeah, yeah, dog. New tag champions. I didn't know that pay per view was tonight. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's on right now. Number four for me. Uh, this one is like a. This one is like for me because I've always loved. When I first started wrestling, uh, when I when I first started wrestling, when I first started watching wrestling, the first wrestler that I really kind of fell in love with, for lack of a better word, was Hercules Hernandez. And the reason I kind of gravitated towards him, it was him and Tito Santana because they were Latin. And I had never really seen Latin, you know, I never got to see Don Morocco and these people when I was, you know, younger. So when I saw Hercules Hernandez with that big ass chain and swinging that shit around and throwing people everywhere, I gravitated to that dude. So when he joined with Paul Roma and they made their group uh, Power and Glory, they had a finisher that no one was doing anything like this at the time. So Hercules Hernandez would pick a dude up in the suplex and Paul Roman would come off the top rope. It but the time it was the timing yeah. of it. It's the timing of that shit, man. The timing of that shit was phenomenal. It was just, it wasn't like he throws the guy down and he's laying on the floor and then someone comes from the top rope. No, it was all in a, one motion. And he did it off the second rope, the suplex, because I was just yeah. watching it earlier, and I literally was, you explained the same shit that I explained to Nick pre-show. <laughs> yeah, like literally, like, it's, it's like the conversations on repeat. That's why I'm just, just kind of uh, synergy. For yeah. life. Um, number three, Motor City Machine Guns. Mm. If you've never, if you've never seen if you wanted to see Motor City Machine Guns in action, you could go on YouTube and look up Motor City Machine Guns versus Beer Money. They had a like five match tournament over like a month or something where they wrestled each other over and over and over again. Yeah. Bro, you could watch any one of those matches. If you don't know anything about them, they're one of the best fucking tag teams that ever existed. And their mm -hmm. finisher, um, it was called Skull and Bones. Yep. Um, just the fucking everything that they did always looked so snappy and good. Um, mm -hmm. And their finisher was a super original finisher. I, I loved uh I want to kind of explain it, but I'm not doing a good job of, I don't have, I have it written here, but it's like not <laughs> whatever. If you want to fucking see it, just fucking go to YouTube. And One of mine. I can't explain really either. Be able to fucking see it. Cool. But I, they just, uh, I'm a big fan of the tag team. I love them to death. Um, for me, my number two, I got American Alphas on there. American Alpha was NXT team. NXT tag team, Jason Jordan, Chad Gable. Before they went up to the main roster, they were in NXT. They had tremendous matches with everybody. Authors of Pain, fucking mm -hmm. uh, FTR, yeah, where they were the revival. Uh Gargano and um, Tommaso DIY. They, yeah, DIY. They had their matches were fucking amazing. They had a finisher called Grand Amplitude, where mm -hmm. Jason Jordan would pick up the opponent and kind of like 
put him in position for a backdrop. But instead of he, dropping him, the, the Chad Gable breaker. would pick him up and finish the fucking backdrop into mm-hmm. like a cradle kind of bridge. Yeah, like a, a bridge in the Oh, man. That fucking finisher is so dope. Um, probably one of my favorites. Um, obviously, if it's in my number two, it's like one of my favorite fucking moves ever. It's, it was always pulled off so nice. Mm-hmm. I really... That's, that was that's another timing part. thing, too. Yeah, the story of that tag team, and this is what I was saying earlier in the pre-show. Some of these are, it's not so much about the move itself, but like the setup to the move. And with that, yeah. my number one, which I think is going to be pretty universal, it has to be the 3D. The 3D is... And those initials mean? Dudley Death Drop. Okay. That's the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. the greatest you know- fucking tag team finisher. And I know I left some out here. I know... I don't want to name them because I'm sure you guys have might have them on there, but the classics like LOD, you know, I know yeah. I've left some out. I know the the hearts. I know I've left a few out, but that 3D is just it's it's my favorite thing about the 3D is when it's about to get hit and you hear the crowd going 3D, 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 and then they hit that shit right after. It's that it's just something about the suspense of that that moment right before it gets hit where you know it's going to come, you know they're going to hit it, and Devon throws them to the fucking ropes, and it they set them up for it every time. It's just... It's it's a thing of beauty. It yeah, really the, is. The lift, just... <laughs> yeah. It's just a, such a... It's such a fucking thing of beauty, man. It's the best. For me, it's the best. Yeah. So, for me, the 3D is not in mine. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's clearly my number one. About to uh, log out. Clearly, Nick is lucky he's so many states away. <laughs> <laughs> clearly, that's there. I want to find someone out there. And if you're listening and it really is not your number one, I please let us know what yours is. Yeah, I mean, because um, I mean, who doesn't hit on? I mean, who doesn't like imitate the 3D? You know, <laughs> it's just yeah, everyone, everyone. I um, have a picture. Mine. I have a picture of me and my homeboy from. 1999 and we are 3D in his little sister. <laughs> Fuck them oh kids. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so 3D because everyone did it as a kid, still do it now in the F round. Then speaking of the eliminators, I had Fall of Man. So mm-hmm. not gonna dive into that. It's just dope. You know what I mean? I have seen them do it in the past, but I'll admit I call how I see it, how I am. Obviously, I know the Ascension doing it more because I didn't watch ECW a lot younger. Yeah. I watch it more now. Go back. Doomsday Device, the Legion of Doom, just more or less. That was like my, one of my pops' favorite, and he used to just talk about that shit all the time. That so I was watching old stuff man. with him. Yeah, um, it's dope. Um, then the other two are a little different. One I went strictly nostalgia, just when I first started watching. But as a kid, I was a huge Brothers the Destruction fan. And so the double choke slams won for me. Just at the same time, whether they're doing it together or two people at the same time, just I'll always mark out for that. So I had to put my personal. Now this one, I can't really explain it well, so I'm hoping someone else can. But I was a big fan also when I was younger of Paul London and Brian Kendrick as a tag team. And the Tower of Wondrick is what it's called. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it's hard to explain it. So I know it's awful because I should, but I, 
I'll be honest, as a small little white dude, they were small little white dudes. I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to be like you one day. And then I can't even land a front foot. But <laughs> on a trampoline. <laughs> they do all their crazy shit. But yeah, just look look that up if you can. It's a really dope one. Like I said, it's just cool. I don't know. Like I said, it was just a huge mark for them. That was something me and my boys would try to do when we were younger and just, just couldn't happen. But um, so was yeah, it a, I like, so I'm not going to take two. Was it like the flatliner and then he the other that guy kicks him in the back of the head or whatever? No, it was the power bomb spot in the corner, right? Yeah. They had. Yeah. I'm looking at their finisher now, and it's like Brian Kendrick puts him in the it's a, um, in the, the um flatliner position, and then Paul London does yeah. like a insecurity kick to the back of the head, and then yeah, they drop that, him yeah, and he kicks him in the back of the head. Also, that they had. Yep. That's yeah. just hard. That's yeah. just hard, bro. Yeah. They also had the other move to where um they did the power bomb slice bread number two in the corner. So like, yep. dude wow. had him on the top oh, rope. This, this, this shit is hard, bro. I mm-hmm. can't believe I forgot about this. This shit is hard. Look at this yeah. shit. Yeah, and I only found it because I think it was in that video Dan sent. I think it oh, was in that tough. one. If not, it was a video right under it. I clicked, so that's why I found that. So I was like, oh shit. And for what was no. what you got, Mister Dan? For what was hard for y'all was actually pretty easy for me, with the exception of like I mentioned, uh, pre-show with Nick. I had to replace one for the Eliminators one because I was thinking about the Ascension as an honorable mention. And then that immediately led me to somebody else did something like that. And it brought me to, uh, it brought me to the Eliminators. But so my, I had them in honorable mentions to put the uh, total elimination in. I actually had to remove the heart attack. I was looking yeah. to try, I was looking to try to add something from Harlem Heat but Harlem Heat had four different finishes that I was looking up today. So five is total elimination. Everything that was explained before. And like you mentioned, Lou, when ECW was around, I was like, I, I was literally telling everybody, like, yo, this is real wrestling. Mm-hmm. Later to grow up to realize it's the same shit. It was just a lot stiffer. Mm-hmm. Pause, but it was stiffer. I know B Rob, you're here. You got to deal with this. But uh, <laughs> but um, talking about stiff, my number four, I have to go very old school with Tully and Arn and that oh, Spike Pile Driver. Mm-hmm. Now I oh. said to Nick before, I'll give y'all why I know the Pile Driver really does hurt if it's done wrong. Besides, rest in peace, Owen Hart. Mm-hmm. Back in well, the day, he got power drive from the ceiling. <laughs> Don't joke on my man like that. That wasn't even where I was going, you dick. But, <laughs> uh, but no, back in the day, shout out to my little brother, Chris, who's not really my little brother, but my mom babysat him since he was like six months old till he was a teen and was able to stay home on his own. I pile drove him on my bed and his head was just a little bit enough to where it hit the bed. I didn't know better then that you don't put the head all the way between. Plus, you kind of roll backwards some. Plus, the person taking the pile driver is supposed to curl their neck. We didn't know that back then. None of us did. He got up off the bed and was stuck like this all day. Oh. <laughs> his, his neck was stuck like this. And it, it, it was so funny because he was a skinny kid, but he would talk and he'd be up like, huh, what? And just his neck was stuck. Which reminded me of the Spike Pile Driver and how painful and yet believable in the 80s that looked as a, yo, your night is through. Just the Spike Pile Driver. Mm-hmm. My number three, 
and it's only behind the obvious two up top, is Demolition's Decapitator. You want to talk about another finisher that we all tried on each other? That was one of them. Whoever was somebody, just take the one person (laughs) over the knee, somebody come off of the top of the bed or the top of the dresser, elbow drop, bong, bong, straight through. I love Demolition no matter what people say. Oh, there was the fake yellow. There was the fake World War. No, I never. I love the. I love Demolition. And they had some of the greatest tag runs in WWF history at the time. Number two, obviously, is the um, is is the Road Warriors and uh, the Doomsday Device. That like you said, B Rob, you want to talk about painful when Hawk would flip you off of him. The amount of people that dropped directly on the top of their head. Yeah. It was they rough. had to tone they had to tone that shit down. Or sometimes Matter. not do it because that shit was painful. And then obviously 3D, the Dudley, the Dudley Death Drop. I liked it better actually, Lou, from ECW because it was kind of more like a RKO out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Where sometimes the table would be set up. But it would be like the sequences of the match would be set up perfectly. Then it's oh shit, Fuck, yeah, it's over. motherfuckers in the air. Just like, <laughs> That's oh. it. <laughs> not not WWE wise. It was more of the show. It was the Devon get the tables, and uh, we knew it was coming. Then yeah, ECW Dudley's was it just came out of nowhere. It was brawl, and like you, that would that if you want to say that was the first RKO out of nowhere with the cutter situation, Dudley Death Drop. Obviously, easily, and when you even Google finishes online and look up some of the almost every single list I looked at today, 3D was number one. Yeah, just so uh, me- one one thing on the Eliminators before we toss it to Nick. I, I just was watching a compilation, and I just watched Francine take the total elimination. Oh my oh, god! Yeah. They like they killed that bitch. Right. My favorite thing, my favorite thing about that finisher is always Joey Styles going. Yeah. <laughs> Every time is my favorite shit, yo. Yo, Joey, that we got to talk about. That's another one we got to do. Best announcement is Joey, man. Joey Styles doesn't get the props, in my personal opinion, because that man carried every show, every pay per view by himself yeah. until they had yeah, Cyrus no, the Virus dope. come around. And, and and add in, which worked, but Joey Styles alone was able to carry a show. And we should be putting them kind of up there with the JRs and the Heenans and stuff like that. It's hard. Iconic. Mm-hmm. The Pat McAfee's. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You caught me with that. Yeah. You timing. Good timing. <laughs> yep. Hey, uh, Have to go. Uh, before you close it out, Nick, I got to throw out I want there one more modern tag team finish that I've really been enjoying as of late and that's a um, I don't know if I'm going to get to see it again but Jurassic Express that damn backdrop powerbomb combo that they fucking yep. do. That uh, shit is dope. Yeah so I mean yeah, that, no, I, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I have a question though real, real quick I wanted to give a quick probably... shout out to the FTR's big rig. That mm. That's that's dope too. That's a 3D that's a with one. a daggone cold breaker. Shatter machine man that yeah. shit is Oh. Yeah, the machine, yeah. What would you guys say is, now, it's probably a single, like a single compare. What would you say, arguably, is the most popular finisher in the RKO. world that every RKO. single person knows? RKO. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Di- R- R- RKO, Diamond Cutter. 
Yeah. I mean, that's everybody does that shit. Yeah. I've seen it on video, TikToks, I, Vines. I've seen it everywhere. Talking, if we're well, if we well, if we're talking popularity, I got to go to probably the two biggest names in sports entertainment. Oh, and history. the Stunner. Yeah. The Stone Cold Stunner was the second one I was thinking of because I was thinking Undertaker, Tombstone, Piledriver. Like, you, you want to talk about finishes that actually define a person? I don't think Last Ride. I don't think all the other. I, Tombstone, Piledriver for the win. And, of course, Stone Cold Stunner, the, the biggest, probably the biggest name in uh, the sports entertainment side of wrestling history. Yeah. Yeah, the, the stunner. Yeah. It's out of the stunner in the RKO, man. Because I know, yeah, everyone knows. I, 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 I walked down the halls stunned. of my motherfucking high school, stunt, stone cold stunning motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But gents, we had a great time today. You know, we talked over you know a premium live event that we watched over the weekend. You know, we talked about everything. We talked about everything, and we dived into the finishing moves. And you know, one thing I want to plug that you know that. Uh, I said earlier in the show, it's two episodes away from episode 100. Wrestling is trash. Something that started, something that started as long distance friends driving in the car talking wrestling, so now being 100 episodes of it. So yeah. pretty dope in the end, you know. And oh, another thing, like I said earlier, 2022 I think has been a dope year so far for wrestling, just as a whole. At least yes. we've had a lot of good shows. Even to the point where the, the TV shows are even doing good. Like during the week, there's some been, been some pretty good episodes. So, and all the negativity that we do see in this wrestling world, mostly on the internet, there's a lot of positive. I think it's been a positive year so far for wrestling. Uh, mm-hmm. But before we go, let's go around the horn plug where everyone can find you. We'll start, well, actually, we'll start with Dan. B Rob, you can finish no. it, you know, because you're the guy. Well, as always, the Starfire Podcast, Google us, we're everywhere. My SEOs are still tight, even though the website's down. Um, follow us on TikTok at the Starter Five Podcast, Instagram at the Starter Five underscore podcast. But mainly on TikTok is where I really reside. Fuck Facebook, fuck Twitter right now, both of them. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely follow the TikTok, the Starter Five Podcast. That's where a lot of the promo for Wrestling is Trash goes up along with the Star 5 podcast, along with a lot of my, which I'm going to start bringing here also, because I started doing it on the Star 5, a TikTok question of the week. Because we've been having a lot of fun with okay. those. And so, you know what? Next week, I'm going to bring to y'all what this week's TikTok question of the week on the Star 5 podcast was. I'm going to save this for y'all next week because it's a special one. And I mean, it's special, not special, special. But it's a really good one because as soon as I threw it out to TJ, Jamal, and JP this week, they all said, fuck, there's just too many things to pick from. Y'all will enjoy it. <laughs> Stay tuned. Lou, you know what to do. Lou from the BX, host of Everything Podcast. The Everything Podcast Show.com is where you can find everything related to the show, the Twitch page, the Instagram pages, Twitter, my uh aloof tiktok page where i may or may not have one but you may or may not find it on there um that is where you can find everything related to me wrestling trash podcasts for life for life word oh i get to go shit uh oh yeah i know usually you close it but yeah no you're the guest now i I know you're too good good for us you made Uh, it nah nah don't say that Um, first thing you should say is is Come to Wrestling is Trash where you can hear B-Rob actually talk about more wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All the wrestling, uh, yep. 
Uh, this. Ooh. Ooh. Anyway, yeah. Uh, random ramblings with Rob. You can find me three R show on Twitter. You can find me on uh, Instagram at the three R show. You can find me on TikTok infringing on uh, Dan's territory at three R show. <laughs> um. And shit, for anything else that I may have forgotten to mention, go to randomrob.com. All the information is there. If you want to hear some live wrestling talk Wednesday nights after AEW Dynamite, join RBR Weekly Wrestling Talk. And um, you can follow us on all social media platforms at RBR Wrestling. And for me, you know the deal. Follow the name. I ain't spelling it out today. I don't feel like it. But on Twitter and Instagram. But most importantly, follow us. You can find us on Apple. You can find us everywhere. But most importantly, follow our Twitter, Wrestling B Trash, because the character it is B Trash. <laughs> and on Instagram, at Wrestling is, is Trash. trash. As, yes, is Trash. It is Trash on Instagram. It be Trash on Twitter, which is facts. Um, anyway, everyone, thank you for tuning in. We all had a great time. Hope everyone enjoys it, and everyone have a great day.